Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, August 21st, 528 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures up five and a half at 498 and a half. November soybeans up 24 cents at 1377 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat down three quarters of a cent at 638 and a quarter. December Kansas City wheat down three and a half at 757 and a quarter. December spring wheat down two and a half at 815 and a quarter. I think it's going to be hot today and uh, hot for the majority of the week, it looks like. Yeah, definitely. So excessive heat will be a factor across much of the U.S. early this week. Much of the central Corn Belt will see temperatures in the 90s, while some areas may hit 100 degrees. The National Weather Service set an excessive heat warning Sunday for parts of Texas, Louisiana, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, Illinois, Iowa, and Nebraska. Forecasts for the U.S. Corn Belt remain dry this morning. The vast majority of the region will see little to no rain over the next seven days. The 10-day Euro model is wetter than the GFS, although both are mostly dry. So if you look at that um, heat advisory map, this is from the National Weather Service. All of this pink stuff was uh, excessive heat warnings yesterday, and a lot of that's going to carry into uh, today. So this is why the soybean market is up and up kind of independently uh, this morning. You've had a pretty nice two-day rally here to the tune of almost 50 cents combined when you take Friday's gains plus what we've seen here this morning. I call this uh, first off kind of like a delayed reaction. We were talking about this hot and dry forecast all week last week and it wasn't until Friday that the market decided to break out of this like sideways type trading range. We had a good day Friday and then last night we gap open higher and the market takes off. Uh, this is still not like the sort of rally that you saw say in June when we had the uh, call it like the drought scare or crop scare event. You had a couple days in a row back in June where beans gained 50 cents one day and then 50 cents again the next day. It hasn't been that kind of rally, but the market is absolutely concerned that uh, we may be losing some yield here. And uh, I suppose there, the concern wasn't there last week. Maybe it wasn't enough, but now you've got just so much heat and just no relief in the forecast when it comes to um, rainfall and, and temperatures and all of that. Um, I, I think the market is is of the opinion here that we're losing bushels. And uh, that's what driving that's what's driving prices. They tried to buy corn on the open last night and that did not work out. You probably uh, just as a general rule of thumb uh, don't want to buy corn on, on August weather scares. But soybeans, different deal. Crop is made in August, of course. So Pro Farmer will begin its annual Midwest crop tour today. Scouts will tour more than 2,000 fields in Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska, Ohio, and South Dakota. Findings from individual regions will be released each evening. National crop estimates will then be released at the tour's conclusion. New crop corn futures rallied sharply dur during tour week last year. Uh, we'll talk about the tour and the findings uh, every morning here this week. Um, I've heard it said in the past that if uh, if the crop scouts' boots are muddy during the tour, that's bearish. So if uh, the if, if the crop scouts are sweating, is that and it's dry, is that bullish? I don't know, <laughs> but that's going to be the case. Uh, if you guys are on the tour, uh, safe travels, of course. Guys, we'll talk about this a little bit more here uh, tomorrow and into the remainder of the week. So if you guys are not subscribed um, to our premium services, you need to do so. Every other Friday, we're doing this social media circus. Joe, do you want to elaborate on that? 
Social Media Circus has become uh, the most popular video that we do. Uh, this is only the second time that we've done it. But this was like a 25-minute video. Mackenzie and myself run through um, a whole bunch of stuff that we see on social media. Most of it is comments on our own uh, YouTube, uh, TikTok, that sort of thing. But we've been uh, sent some other stuff from customers that we comment on. And there's actually like a lot of substance to this. We run through and kind of dispel some like myth, rumor mill type stuff. Uh, we talk about everything from market manipulation to usda to i mean conspiracy theories there was all sorts of goofy stuff in friday's video it was a fun it was a fun one to do we had a ton of positive feedback on that and then also last week guys uh thursday i did corn prices and crop tour week what does the corn market do during crop tour week and how does the crop tour uh line up versus usda historically if you guys sign up for the premium deal today i will send you both of those videos uh go to standardgrain.com this is a 50 dollars per month subscription Cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. Uh, just a ton of info direct from us, guys. Check it out this morning. USDA reported a flash sale of U.S. corn to Mexico on Friday. U.S. exporters sold 4 million bushels of corn to Mexico for delivery during the next marketing year. Since the beginning of the month, exporters have sold 20 million bushels of corn through three flash sales. So we still have a new crop corn export problem. The book of new crop sales is is a 2.1 million metric ton deficit versus the same period last year. We're off about 24%. A lot of that is because China has just been has not been in the market for new crop US corn. Now, this could change very very quickly. I I've heard a lot of people say like Joe, the demand's going to be there. You're wrong about demand. And I'm not making any prediction about demand. I'm just telling you right now the book isn't there, but it could change really quickly. I mean, 2.1 million metric tons. China could make that up in two flash sales. It, it could be made up in in a week for all I know. It just hasn't happened yet. And I think the market is, uh, the corn market is going to try to find a price potentially that stimulates some demand on the export front. And we just have not found that price yet. Large money managers continue to be net short the corn market. CFTC released weekly commitment of traders data on Friday. During the week ending August 15th, the funds were net sellers of 54,000 contracts of corn. They were also net sellers of 23,000 contracts of soybeans, and they were net sellers of 12,000 contracts of SRW wheat for the week. This net long in soybeans is probably closer to 70 or 80,000 real time. The net short in corn may have been cut just a little bit, but these are these are fair enough numbers versus uh, what is probably reality this morning. So funds are short corn, uh, modest long in beans and growing long in beans, given the rally this morning, uh, short the SRW wheat market. European Union countries plan to assist with Ukrainian grain exports. The EU is considering subsidizing Ukrainian grain exports through bordering EU countries. The countries include Poland, Hungary, Slovakia, Romania, and Bulgaria. A temporary ban on the sale of Ukrainian grain until mid-September was imposed earlier this year by the five countries due to a glut of grain. Late last week, Ukraine and Romania signed an agreement to increase Kiev's grain exports through Romania. Romania is now planning and hoping to transport more than 60% of Ukraine's grain exports. And I also saw Financial Times had this out. Uh, it was either yesterday or this morning. Ukraine nears deal with global insurers to cover grain ships. So if anything, as it relates to the wheat market in particular and the corn market, uh, this is probably neutral to bearish, I guess, these headlines that you've got all of this assistance um, potentially headed to Ukraine in order to move grain. So it's it's not bullish, the wheat market, although wheat prices are kind of 
scraping the bottom of the barrel here, you're at risk of posting fresh lows for the calendar year, pretty much in all three classes that we trade on the uh, exchanges here. So we had a Catalan feed report come out on Friday, and as of August 1st, uh, Catalan feed is down. Uh, it's at 97.7% of year-ago levels, which was slightly lower than the forecasted 98.4%. Placements in July were reported at 91.7%, which was significantly lower than the expected 94.5%. Marketing's last month were 94.7% of year-ago levels, which was basically spot on with the expectation of 94.8%. The report can be classified as fairly bullish with placements being lower than pre-report estimates, but we're just going to see how the market uh, reacts here this morning. The thing about the placements is that they always miss the placements. The placements are always three or four or five percent removed from the, the yeah. trade guess. It's like, I wouldn't read too much in the placements. If, if the on-feed number was three percent below the uh, expectation that would be really friendly i see this as more of a neutral to slightly friendly type deal was there much cash cattle trade last week yeah and it was a bit disappointing so the southern plains traded cattle at 177 to 179 which was one to three dollars lower mm. for the week up here in nebraska cattle traded from 185 to 187 and a half was which was 50 cents to $3 lower. And then uh, cattle in the Western Corn Belt, they were also down about two bucks at 186. So we lost a little bit of ground uh, last week. Outside markets this morning, guys, US dollar is about flat. Stock market's up a little bit. The S&P's up 18, the Dow's up 100. Bonds are off almost a full handle, which means rates are higher. Crude oil is up 79 cents at 81.46 last trade and the October WTI. Have a great day, guys. Uh, we'll talk to you on Tuesday.